0: Just curious.
1: Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is That's a Crime. I'm Jason Connell.
0: And I'm Sal Rodriguez.
1: All right, Sal. We are back for another crime.
0: Yeah, and this is a fun one. I think anyway, I mean, you know, <laughs> you can ask our subject here if he thinks it's a fun one, but for us it's a fun one.
1: Yeah, light. I know that sometimes you're like just putting in my ear. How about a light one, Jace? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, been yeah. kind of heavy. Yeah. And this one was not just light, it was pop culture. It's a few years old, but I just came across it. I thought it was funny, and I know we have a lot of talking points.
0: Yeah, I think we are in the era of nostalgia, and I think this can make a lot of us very nostalgic.
1: Absolutely. And today, we are breaking down the true crime story of the man arrested for overdue VHS rental of Freddie Got Fingered in 2016.
0: The movie is what makes it even better, right? That's
1: it. The movie title nails it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen this movie, Sal. I rented it a long time. I did rent it. I had a VHS copy of this at one point in time. But are you familiar with this film?
0: Jason, not only have I not seen this movie, but I I actually (laughs) thought it was sort of like maybe a a mafia or a crime, you know, because I thought it was maybe like a courtroom thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Right, right.
0: He did it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. I had no clue what this movie was about.
1: Oh, that's funny. Well- we're going to jump into it. But before we do, Sal, a word from our sponsor. Yes. Support for That's a Crime is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming and offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. And with this exclusive offer, you'll
0: get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code That's a Crime at manscaped.com.
1: All right, perfect. Now back to business. So, you're not familiar. You weren't familiar. You learned about it today when you read the notes?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just today, literally moments before you and I are recording.
1: Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Well, I was familiar. At the time, I really enjoyed Tom Green and his pranks on MTV. Yes. He yes. was really funny. He wouldn't break. He never broke character. Mm-hmm. One time I saw him grab like a jam box radio and went out and disturbed like a youth soccer game. He went yes. out there with like, he had that on his shoulder and he ran out there and he started kicking the ball, and parents were literally going to kill him. MTV's filming and he never would break. He never laughed. He's wired down. Differently. I never saw him break. You know, some people just crack up at the pranks that they're doing, but sure. never with this guy. And he was the predecessor to like Jackass and yeah. all these types of shows. He really yes. was. Love him or hate him, he had his place, had his moment, but this was a big movie for him. And at the time, I know that he was either married to, which I believe he was, to Drew Barrymore, uh, and he yes. popped up in Charlie's Angels, bit part playing her love interest. And she has a bit role in this movie as well. Right. So a lot of things there. It also has Rip Torn, who I always loved, rest in peace. But so that's a little backstory of what even put this on my radar. I rented it. It's not great. No doubt about that. It's not a great movie, but there's a few memorable parts. But that is what makes this episode even funnier, because the movie's kind of not well regarded, I should say.
0: Jason, it's not only a matter of whether or not somebody appreciates the movie, I guess cinematically or comedically, but the subject matter alone. I mean I <laughs> really I read the synopsis and I was saying, wow, I had no idea what this movie was about.
1: And we are going to get into the synopsis. We'll share that as well. But to stay on point with the crime that leading up to this movie, now we give the movie a little backstory. Yes. Here's more about the crime. Mm -hmm. So on March 22nd, 2016, single father James Myers Jr. of Concord, North Carolina, was pulled over for a busted taillight. Don't you hate that sound? Busted taillight.
0: Sure, the old busted taillight. (laughs) The old busted taillight.
1: And when the police ran his license plate, he realized there was a warrant out for Meyer's arrest. And Sal, the reason for this arrest warrant stemmed from Meyer's inability to return a VHS rental of Tom Green's 2001 comedy and box office bomb, Freddie Got Fingered. And what I didn't know until today was it won five Razzie Awards that year. And I know you're familiar with the Razzies.
0: Can the people... Under scrutiny here, in, in this instance, Tom Green, can he go to accept a Razzie Award? <laughs> that, that I don't know.
1: Yeah. Is there an actual Razzie Award? Like, could you get people there? Sal, come on down. You've been uh, up for Best Actor for a Razz. Yeah, Do you even want to go? I don't know about that, So I'm going to say no.
0: At this point in time, I say that any publicity is good publicity. So, yeah. Let's say someone were to say, hey, we had the awards for Worst Podcaster, Sal Rodriguez, (laughs) Worst Podcaster. No. Come and get your award. I'll show up, right? I'll show up.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe tell the audiences that's unfamiliar what a Razzie award is.
0: Well, Razzie is like the opposite of an Oscar, right? It's the antithesis of an Oscar. It's like
1: the worst movie of the year, the worst actor, worst director. So, it won five. It was nominated for more, but it won five. So, the movie, just to be clear, was written, directed, and starred- one Tom Green, along with, like I just said earlier, the late Rip Torn. He portrayed his father. So, it's really them going at it the whole movie. There's other people in it, but it's like they're battling each other throughout the film and they keep raising the stakes. So, you mentioned the synopsis. I'm going to read it and now you'll understand what the title <laughs> has to do. It's not a mob movie.
0: Hang on. Parental discretion is it? Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that disclaimer. An unemployed cartoonist moves back in with his parents and younger brother Freddie. When his parents demand he leave, he begins to spread rumors that his father is sexually abusing Freddie.
0: And this is a comedy, yes?
1: <laughs> well, it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's meant to be. So that wow. is Tom Green writing, starring, directing, mm. and that is what it's about.
0: You know, I gotta hand it to comics I even at my comedy peak, at my stand-up comedy peak, I was never one of these comics who really pushed the envelope. I admire comics that do. I kind of stayed in the more of a vanilla lane, if you will.
1: Yeah. It's working for you, Sal. So. <laughs> it's working for you.
0: The vanilla mocha guy.
1: So, that's what the movie's about. There are some memorable scenes. Even to this day, I have two that pop up in my mind and I watch the trailer just to kind of prep for this. And one comes up later in this episode. But as for the warrant, it was actually issued in February 2002. So, go back. It's a 2016 crime, 2002. So, this is 14 years in the making. Wow. And the warrant was issued by J&J Video in Salisbury, North Carolina. And it charged Myers with a misdemeanor of failure to return hired property. Sal, mm-hmm. have you ever heard of that term before?
0: No, I never heard of such a thing. That may be a, a North Carolina thing. Yeah, because you got to put things in perspective. I mean, today, a person would think, if I were to rent a movie, and I didn't return it, first of all, you have to go back to when they were actually a physical object as opposed to a streaming well, you still get Netflix download. DVDs? <laughs> you know what? I would, because not all the Netflix library is on streaming. Some of it is on DVDs.
1: But that's a subscription model. And they would just say, hey, we won't send you a new one until it comes back. Yeah, this is back in a different day where it's like, here, Sal Rodriguez. And I worked at Blockbuster. We can get into this. I know you have a story as well. But this isn't Blockbuster, but it's Blockbuster adjacent. It's renting VHS tapes.
0: Yeah, it was the Blockbuster era. No, what happened with me was I rented a movie. And then return the movie. So I thought. But <laughs> then I got a call from Blockbuster. They go, hey, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, did you return? I forgot whatever movie it was. Did you return the movie? I go, yeah, yeah, it's there. Look yeah. for it. Oh, another week or two go by. Mr. Rodriguez, we don't have the movie. Did you return it? I said, Mean Girls. Was it Mean Girls? <laughs> <laughs> mean Girls too. I started to get annoyed, right? I was like, listen, you guys, get your shit together. Ooh. All right. And then they said to me, have you checked under the seat of your car? And I was like... What kind of idiot you take me for? I'm going to be driving around with a movie. Well, be damned. There we go. So it was there. It was there. The movie was under the seat of my car, just like they said.
1: That is creepy.
0: And at this point, it had been like eight weeks, and I remember I had to pay a fine of like forty three dollars.
1: Are you kidding? You could have just bought the movie.
0: I had to pay a fine to Blockbuster. It was. It literally was like eight weeks, and they charged me. I mean, I suppose I could have tried to grovel my way out of it. But no, I paid the money. That's what happened with me. If they never wow. would have said, would you look under your seat? I you, probably never would have looked in their You'd still place.
1: be driving around with the I would be there. this
0: guy. I would be arrested <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah,
1: you'd be him like, I don't have beaches. I, oh, I, I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, here, uh, <laughs> cuff me. Yeah, that's really funny. When I worked there, I never had someone I was chasing down More often than not, they would come in with the VHS, not rewound. They weren't kind. They didn't rewind. But I just throw it in the fast rewind machine. But some of my fondest memories in working there, when like, say you would come in and we had like a rapport, because I'm such a film geek, and you'd be like, well, I'm looking for something for my girlfriend and me. And then I would literally point out two or three amazing options and usually start with my number one recommendation. And more often than not, they'd come back and say, thank you. You nailed it. And that felt great knowing what they're looking for because they're not as familiar with all the movies that I am. And so that was, or talk someone out of a bad movie. Someone had last action hero. I was like, you can get that. You're not going to like it get a backup, and let me show you what to have. So I would always try to help my customers. Now,
0: Jason, Jason, are you forgetting I was an extra in Last Action Hero? Right? <laughs> I
1: know you are. I know you are. <laughs> get it for Sal Rodriguez's scenes and then watch this other movie, okay?
0: No, but you know what? That is a skill that's a lost art now that we don't have yeah. video stores anymore. You were like a movie sommelier. Is that the word, uh, yeah, sommelier? Yeah,
1: so, yeah, I was like a curator. Yeah. Go figure, I would start film festivals years later, <laughs> mm, <laughs> right?
0: They didn't know who they were dealing with.
1: So, back to this guy, Myers. What we don't know is what was going on. Was he disputing it? Was he like you? Assumed he returned it? We don't know that. Or was he like, no, that's my pride and joy. That's my copy of Freddy Got Fingered. and We also don't know if he loved the movie or not.
0: (laughs) How did he rate it?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'd love to know his rating. He doesn't get into that. This is so long ago. And who has VHS anymore anyway? It's not like he's probably still watching it. But it's shocking that there's a 2002 warrant. It got so bad they did a warrant. J&J Video couldn't just call him like you were doing or even, you know what? Pop by, I know that's like crossing a line what's j and J video doing here, but it's better than doing a warrant on somebody. I mean, come on
0: well that's i don't know crazy. how it works over there, but the way it works at least in Los Angeles county and, and city is the police issue the warrant, or actually, I think officially the district attorney issues the warrant, the police serve the warrant. But it's not like a private party or business can issue a warrant. They just provide the information, which then gives the police- Yeah, they
1: probably sent it to the police, and the police probably did do it. Or or maybe it was such a low profile. It's like, yeah, when when we pull this guy over, yeah, I don't think they went to the house. The cops weren't looking for him. It's such low on the list.
0: No, but you know what that means? I think it's entirely possible- it says here, it used the word magistrate. A magistrate, which is like it's like a judge, right? Signed yeah. the- Yeah, the- all right, get
1: that kid. Freddy Got finger. Why is he watching <laughs> Freddy Got finger? I'm going to get that guy. That's hilarious. You know, it just came to mind, back to Blockbuster, before I worked there, I was, you know, this put me in high school. I didn't work there, then I had other jobs. And I was really into the game Tech Mobile for my Nintendo. Love Tech Mobile. Before I owned Tech Mobile- we would rent it because Blockbuster started renting games. And I had it and it was overdue, not quite eight weeks, but several <laughs> weeks late, right? Yeah. Several weeks late. And they even called and left a message like, hey, are you going to return that tech mobile? I was like, I got to do that. I got to do that. I know I'm going to pay a little bit of a fee. I understand. And one time there was a knock on the door. I went through the peephole and there was someone there with like a blue a shirt on, like a blockbuster type shirt, and I thought they sent somebody. They sent somebody. <laughs> no I was convinced. How high were you? <laughs> no, no, I was convinced, and it turned out it was a guy just doing door-to-door sales or something. And that's so, hilarious. But I quickly uh, booked it down <laughs> they, the blockbuster. They sent the goons. Yeah, they did. They said we got to get that tech mobile back in. So anyway, it was pretty funny, and I, you know, what's scary at the time, sure. scary. So now, according to the Concord Police Department, warrants in the state, as you were talking about, must be carried out if they're active, because this is like 2016. So as in Myers's case, it can only be disposed of in court. So Sal, I can only imagine the disbelief of the arresting officer, what he must have been going through when they when they shot him the warrant details, like, come again <laughs> for a VHS tape in 2002. But here he is. His hands are tied, literally. He's got to follow through on this.
0: Well, the funny thing is, is this, this whole story is about a guy with an overdue movie and also the movie itself, right? For exactly. Fingered. But yeah. I think that we've heard similar stories of the people who had library books oh, for like yeah. 50 years. And that was on re-
1: Seinfeld episode for sure. Yes. Do we
0: remember the names of the books that were overdue?
1: No, it was just an episode where he went around, the guy went around collecting money from Jerry because he had an overdue library book and nice. like that was his job. And that, you know, <laughs> that actually just passed away recently, rest in peace. But yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So I don't know why they didn't send that guy out here, the Ray Donovan to get the movie back, but they did do this. And this, here's this cop going, okay, I got to go through with this. But now here's what Myers, because you've got to imagine why well, he's being told, what the <laughs> arresting officer is, is relaying to him, who is in disbelief of his own. And he shared the statement with local news stations. I thought he was joking. And adding that he felt surprised when the arrest was carried out, for the first time, I got put in handcuffs. They're not focusing on the crimes I think they should be focusing on. And as for J&J Video, they had closed in the years since he rented Freddy Got Fingered. And he could barely recall renting the film in the first place. So that shed some light on more of what was going on.
0: I would think at this point, Myers should at least get a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> totally.
0: Like a commemorative Freddy Got Fingered t-shirt to commemorate, because because he's gone at this point meta and viral.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Over an overdue movie, but in particularly an overdue Freddy Got Fingered movie.
1: Yeah, you're right. And this thing did go viral for whatever reason. It just popped up on my crime list this week. So I was like, is this recent? Well, it's not that old, but it is 2016. But when this thing happened, it did go viral. And we're getting to what that led to next. But before that, why don't you take what the Conquer police said in a statement of
0: their own? The warrant, which is signed by a magistrate, directs law enforcement officials to arrest a person and take them before a judicial official without unnecessary delay to answer to the charges. In lieu of arresting Myers on the scene of the traffic stop, the officer allowed Myers to arrange a time to come to the Concord Police Department to be served with the arrest warrant. Officers are required by policy to handcuff anyone in custody prior to entering the secured area inside of the magistrate's office.
1: Okay, so that sheds some light on things, too. So although the arresting officer could have arrested him, put him in handcuffs, they basically said, hey, you've got to show up come to this date. Okay, I agree, officer, I agree. But upon getting there, Sal, cuffed him. So, that's how it went It's like
0: a, a formality.
1: Formality. Yeah. so it sounds better than throwing him against the squad car and spreading him tasing him him. T- tasing <laughs> him. he's got his child in the car it's like what happened ah oh, he's got an overdue movie <laughs> so that at least softens it some but still what a pain in the butt for something he can't even recall and like you sal you were convinced you had returned the movie
0: yeah when i look back on that memory i think the thing i think is silliest was how certain i was that, exactly you know, yeah and, and how like how dare you <laughs> how yeah. dare you sir check under
1: the up, Oh, that's so funny. Well, now, Sal, you're probably wondering if Tom Green got word of this. And the answer is yes, he did indeed. And nice. he tweeted the following, I just saw this and I'm struggling to believe it is real. Same with me and I'm sure you. And then Green Tom Green, who was on a stand-up comedy tour in Australia at the time, back in 2016, said that he was happy to support fans of his film, those few fans who stood by and and embraced the film, which was the subject of terrible reviews and currently has an 11% tomato meter rating on Rotten
0: Tomatoes.
1: It's pretty low.
0: So the movie, it wasn't just like, I'm wrapped up in the subject matter and and the synopsis, but the movie just wasn't funny. Is that the deal? It just missed.
1: It missed on lots of levels. A couple of funny moments here and there, but people wanted to laugh. They wanted to like Tom Green because he was coming off MTV and this is his first bigger role. He was a funny character, quirky. And then it was just, it just wasn't what people wanted it to be. And yes, the subject matter probably turned off all of those other people who weren't even a fan of his. Like, what is this? So, there you have it. There's that. Now, as for James Myers Jr., you'll be pleased to know, Sal, that the charges were indeed
0: dropped. Nice.
1: And he shared the following. Tom Green calls me from Australia at 1.30 a.m. to personally apologize for what happened. When I answered the phone, he said, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Which is in the movie, and it's like one of the funniest It is the funniest scene in the movie. And I just about died. He was so cool. He was a class act. It made me feel a lot better because of all the stress that was going on.
0: All's well that ends well. So Yeah. I mean, yeah. he
1: gets to meet someone that maybe he held in high regard. Maybe he was a Tom Green fan. Sure. But here he is getting a call. This thing kind of made its way around the internet and social media. But what a great exchange they had. And he got off. So he had his 15 minutes out. In the end, that's what he got.
0: That's very nice. A happy ending.
1: Yeah. Kind of a cautionary tale. If you get (laughs) in this type of trouble, you're probably not going to get in that much trouble, but still funny nonetheless. And I'm sure caught him out of nowhere, the shock, the reality, like, wait, what? So those of you out there sitting on VHS tapes or underneath your driver's seat or or anywhere in your house, or even DVDs or Blu-rays as Blockbuster rolled into those, well, all the Blockbuster's bankrupt. So I don't know if any warrants are out there, but maybe there's an outstanding warrant that was never acted on. So you never know.
0: But you know what, Jason? This whole story is, I think, also evidence on why we went to the subscription-based model. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. You're paying no matter what, you keep it. You're Do whatever every you month. want. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever.
0: We don't care. We got your credit card on file. Don't worry about us.
1: So, that really covers the man arrested for overdue VHS rental of Freddie Finger in 2016, Came out of nowhere, Sal. Kind of a hybrid episode, I'd say. We had little Let's Talk movies in there, a little That's a Crime. Because, Sal, what do we cover here on That's a Crime?
0: We cover everything from a VHS to a Betamax. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) On That's a Crime, we cover everything from a misdemeanor to a murder.
1: And this was indeed a misdemeanor.
0: Was it a misdemeanor?
1: The warrant was for a misdemeanor. Oh, yes,
0: there we go. Yes, for holding on to hired property, right? (laughs) Yeah, that was so weird. Interesting. I like it.
1: So any closing thoughts, anything else Al? leave the listeners with?
0: No, just want to give a shout out to Mr. Myers and Mr. Green. Thanks yes. for giving us a, a nice fun tale. I do think in the end, all's well that ends well. I think we're all happy now. And hey, yeah, be happy that you can just watch as much as you want on your computer now and don't have to be schlepping videos back to a store and getting arrested later for it. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> so that. So true.
1: And maybe this buzz in 2016 could eventually, maybe potentially, lead to Freddie Got Fingered too.
0: Whoa, I like it.
1: I like oh, let's it. hope not.
0: Or Freddie got two fingered.
1: Well, okay. <laughs> so unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
0: Get 20% off and free shipping with the code That's a Crime at manscaped.com.
1: So thank you so much for listening. And please be sure to subscribe to the That's a Crime podcast as well as the That's a Crime YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five star rating on Apple Podcast.
0: And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any That's a Crime social media platform.
1: We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com.